Oh, see, so now we're really getting the ASMR stuff because the first sound was. <laughs> That's not obnoxious at all. I have more obnoxious sounds if you want them. Please refrain. We should make like one of those little uh, sound boards where you can just push different sound effects. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> Hello. Good times. Hello. Welcome to the home of professional podcasting. Oh, well, you said that on both episodes this week. Yeah. You know, that's when it's real. Yeah. We are, count ga- can we play a game called How Many Weeks Have We Been in Luke Chapter 22? Um, yes, but I would fail at it because I, I'd have to do math. And we were just talking, we're just talking about, about math, math and yeah. how we're not good at it. Yeah. Only B I ever got in high school. It's been a long time. It's, it's been, been a long, long time. time. But it's not geometry. I wish I could say about anything it was the only B I got in high school. Well... I'm going to go choose to move forward you, from you that. You did more homework than I did, I guarantee. I did do a lot of homework. Anyway, hello. Hello. <laughs> we are still in Luke chapter 22. If you have, uh, if you do know how many weeks we've been in here, let us know. We get a prize. Um, but we are at the point now, again, going back to, I guess, some familiarity. Why are you laughing? Because I almost choked to death on my hot, <laughs> on my no longer hot apple cider vinegar. On your room temperature apple cider? I mean, um, I, I started drinking this on Tuesday, and we're posting this podcast on Friday. Very so. true. It's probably a little chilled. Um, we're going back to uh, some familiarity now uh, in, in uh, 22 here, where it's the, the big arrest. Yes. Yeah, the, the action is rising, and we're moving toward the... The climax here, <clears throat> as we um, as we come out of last week's discussion about uh, about the attitude of Christ and reflecting that, um, we move from praying in the in the garden on the Mount of Olives and the the anguish that's there. Uh, we go right from Jesus saying, "Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so that you'll not fall into temptation." Directly into it's too late. You should have already been praying because they're here now. So it's this huge shift of now all this action. Yeah, it really is. I mean, verse forty-seven. In fact, you can't uh, see my hands, but I'm shifting. <laughs> them. I'm, I'm looking at at my uh, the Bible that I use for preparation rather than for preaching, which is I have a clean clean copy with larger print that I use for preaching. But don't, um, give, don't give away your secret. Yeah, but the. Uh, this is uh, just my older Bible, and the note that I wrote um, whenever I was working through this uh, set up verse 47, time's up. Uh, pray now fast and earnestly. It's about to get real, and that's really what's happening in the rest of, of this particular passage. Uh, verse 47 says, while he was still speaking, hmm. while he's still saying, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so you will not fall into temptation. <clears throat> A crowd came up. And the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. Uh, again, we see this idea that it's Judas who was one of the twelve emphasized. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know this. It's already been said. It's been stated. It's clear. We see what's going on. And yet Luke emphasizes it again. Judas, one of the twelve, was leading this crowd. He approached Jesus to kiss him. Verse, verse 48 says, But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? knowing full well that that's what he's doing. Verse 49, when Jesus' followers uh, saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them, we know that it's Peter from the other Gospels, struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, am I leading a rebellion that you've come for me with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. And we have seen in Luke that, you know, Luke has told us every day 
He's here in the temple courts. Every day he's out here teaching publicly. Every day people get to see him. And they haven't done. And they haven't. They, they've wanted to for a right, long time. Right. But they haven't done anything about it. And there's no riots. It's not, you know, you don't have violent protests. Um, Jesus is not leading an insurrection, <clears throat> which is essentially what they're coming after him for. I mean, right. they're, they're going to go to blasphemy when they get all is said and done. But they're going to try to convince the Romans that he is not a friend of Caesar, that he's leading an insurrection, that he's a, a problem. That, like all these other, you know, pseudo-messiahs that have been out here in the past. And they've made that connection already in previous chapters. So now they're going to make this claim. And as Jesus said to his apostles in that upper room, I, I'm going to be seen as a transgressor, as a lawbreaker, just as was prophesied. So they're going to treat him this way. They're going to, they're going to make him out to be the man that Barabbas actually was. Mm -hmm. They're going to set Barabbas free. Not in this particular passage, that's coming up. But they're, they're going to set Barabbas free while pretending that Jesus is that guy that they just mm -hmm. set free. Where was, because uh, we, we went first from this, you know, they were at the Last Supper and then they're talking and then they're saying, you know, they're trying to decide who's the greatest among them and, and Jesus is calling Peter out and calling, you know, not by name, but calling Judas out essentially. Mm -hmm. At what point then, and maybe it says this in one of the other gospels and I just don't know it. At what point is Judas leaving to go get this crowd and when is he sneaking off and to yeah right wouldn't, wouldn't when the other guys be like hey where's your <laughs> between when they uh between when they are having the supper and he, and jesus says to him what you're going to do do quickly then ah. he leaves okay uh, elsewhere we see this satan uh where's it at so he decides that he's going to do this and sets it up and satan enters right. him um then um, is it right here? It's not in this one. Um, but right after the completion of the supper, Judas yes. leaves and goes and makes this happen. Um, and so then they go to the Mount of Olives. They sing a hymn. They're together. They right. leave, go out to the Mount of Olives, to the, to the garden to pray. And Judas is no longer with them. Right. So while they're traveling, now it takes some time. we got to right, walk from right. Jerusalem. They're in an apartment at some place in the city. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I sh probably should know what quadrant of the city, but I don't. Uh, so they, they're leaving this place, going by foot, traveling outside of the city to the nearby Mount of Olives, which is just outside. Um, they travel up the hill. They get to this garden. They spend this time in prayer. So during all of this time, Judas is over getting, getting the, right. you know, saying, hey, I know where he's going to be. He's going to be at the Mount. You know, we're going to go out there and do it. And um, so as all of that is happening... Simultaneously, you've got these two different scenes. Right. Judas doing his right. work, right. bringing them out here. Now they get here, they have this rebellion. But it is curious, and Jesus points it out here. This is a man of peace who doesn't have swords, doesn't teach his people to fight. He's the guy that's saying, turn the other cheek. And yet you're coming out in with with a, a battalion here. You're, bring, you're bringing right. out all these people. With, yeah, what does that say? Right. There's a lot of fear that right. happens. And, so you uh, do fear what, what you don't know and what you don't understand. Right. Well, they recognize that he's powerful. Right. They recognize that people want to follow him. So it's not completely illegitimate to think, if we're going to take this guy out, if we're going to claim he's leading a rebellion, which is, am I leading a rebellion? Of course. No, they're definitely not leading a rebellion. But if we're going to make the claim that he is, or if we're going to believe, and perhaps they actually do believe that, 
Um, if we're going to believe that he is, we better be prepared because the people who just were chanting in the streets just a short time ago, uh, praising him and, and crowning him king, uh, those same people, they could be out here ready to fight for him. Right. So we better be prepared. Well, let's talk about this dude that gets his ear chopped off and then mm -hmm. Jesus heals him. Does nobody think anything of that? Yeah. These these soldiers or whoever's arresting him, are they not like, uh, wait a minute. Right, yeah. So That's, probably, always, that's always amazed me. Like, do we just kind of gloss over that? There's oh, probably Jesus a lot him. of that. I mean, and probably not. I'd be like, among, okay, I'm out. Maybe <laughs> not at the guys at the front of the line, right. but the guys who are back farther in the group saying, um, what? What, what, what just <laughs> right, happened here? Right. So Peter draws the sword, and what's the immediate reaction? Everybody's, you know, on if this edge, were today, right, right. you got your hand on your gun. Right. You're ready to draw. And so, you know, they're, they're drawing their swords. They're ready to fight. In the meantime, this man that we're supposed to be concerned about, that we're arresting, picks up the ear, puts it back on, heals the man, says, tells his guys, knock it off. This isn't right. what we do. What's what's going on? So right. you, they have to be kind of blown away by it. And I'm sure, like any other crowd, if you can imagine, some people see it, some people don't see it. Right, but they some hear people are this hearing the it, talk, yeah, the murmuring yeah. that's going on. So there's a lot of that. Um, I thought that was an interesting chaos little, all at the same time. Interesting little detail that seems to just be this small thing, but you have to imagine or wonder what people were thinking. And, at, and at, why at did God site. choose to include that? Right. You know, what is right. it that He's saying to us in this? Yeah. When whenever we see if Paul is right and he is because it's inspired by God, that every word of Scripture is God-breathed and is useful, then that means all of this, every part of this, including mm -hmm. the cutting off of the ear, mm -hmm. uh, including this comment about am I leading a rebellion, mm -hmm. including the Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? All of these things are significant and chosen by God to be there, to be in this place, written as they are by the person that, that writes them. Well, if that's the case, those are questions that we should be asking ourselves. Right. And sometimes we get answers and sometimes we don't, but we should always be looking at the why. Searching out what is surprising about this passage. What have I not seen before? What have I not explored before? Um, not trying to come up with new novel things, right. because right. when we have novel interpretations, that's generally just an ancient heresy that we think is new. Um, but the, what did I miss? What, yeah. what is God clearly saying in a natural reading of the text, in the, couched in, in its own context, seeing how this lays out, why is this here? And I think we've, we've talked about that a little bit in, in some of these previous patches, passages where, you know, we say, you know, we're very familiar with them. We've heard it a thousand times. And looking at it from a different perspective or, or trying to understand more of what God wants us to see here is, is important. I think that's when we, when we start to unpack this one, I think I'm... I'm hoping to answer some questions or get some of my own questions answered too. Well, I'm so, hoping for that as well. So, so uh, if you guys have questions, let us know. I'm gonna you can highly, you can leave a voicemail. I'm going to highly promote voicemails right. until Christmas, and then I'm done forever. I don't believe that That's for a second. True. Leave us a voicemail if you have the Anchor app. You can we we can uh, play it right on the podcast. If you leave us a voicemail, we will treat you to a hot apple cider. Or a room temperature one, whatever you prefer. Depending on how long you wait. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, but yeah, if you do have any questions, feel free to email us, uh, send us a voicemail, comment on If you on want, Facebook. I can give you a shot of apple cider vinegar. Nobody wants that. He won't do that. Send us a voicemail. <laughs>